It's time for the SwampSwamiSports.com audio podcast. Is the NBA All-Star Weekend really worth saving? The NBA All-Star Game was played Sunday evening, and the score was 104 to 89 at the half. In a <clears throat> basketball game, which embarrassed nearly everyone associated with the game, the East prevailed over the West 211 to 186. Final score was just a three-pointer short of 400 total points scored. The East All-Stars made 83 of their 146 shots from the field for 57%. The West converted 80 of 143 shots, or 56% of their attempts. A total of 289 shots were attempted in a 48-minute basketball game. That equates to six shot attempts taken every single minute, or one every 10 seconds. The Indianapolis Arena should have handed out a tube of sports cream on the way out the door to rub on people's soon-to-be-sore necks, The pace of that game Sunday night made you feel like you were watching a table tennis match. The West backup center, Carl Anthony Towns, came off the bench and played 27 minutes in the All-Star game. He connected on 23 of 35 shots for 50 points in 27 minutes. He averaged nearly one and a half shots for every minute he played in the game. And who are you calling a ball hog? Not so fast! As for defense, there were three blocked shots in Sunday's NBA All-Star game, and a total of just five free-throw attempts happened during the entire game. Here's a special note to the NBA home office. Give the referees a day off next year. They are not needed for this game anymore. Embarrassing, that's being far too nice. And most of the NBA's top writers are now agreeing with that sentiment. The NBA All-Star Game has turned into a farce. Said David Aldridge, longtime NBA writer, That was dreadful. Again, I'm beginning to think this game is irredeemable. Another writer, Bob Ryan from Boston, said, quote, Once again, these NBA stars are showing no respect for the game. It's another dunkarama or three-point farce. What a waste of time. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, you must do something. It's embarrassing for your sport. Well, the stats confirm the increasing farcical nature of the game in recent years. 30 years ago, back in 1994, you might remember the Dream Team seasons. The NBA All-Star Game featured a total of 245 points scored by the two teams. Defense was minimal, but they still hunkered down a little bit in the final quarter of play, as winning the All-Star Game still mattered just a little bit. 20 years later, by 2014, the NBA All-Stars were totaling 318 points a game. That calculates to 159 points per team. Now, the number of points was on the high side of credibility, but still the teams would generate a small amount of defensive effort during the last few minutes of the game. Then in Sunday's 2024 NBA All-Star Game, 397 points were scored, and of course, another all-time scoring record. The good people of Indianapolis were fleeced if they came into the arena expecting to watch anything more than a friendly 48-minute intra-squad warm-up session. The NBA, though, remains the biggest winner of all at All-Star Weekend. This weekend's event is a great example of the concept of supply and demand. Today's NBA features 30 franchises, and that means that the All-Star Weekend comes to your town just one time every 28 years, because New York and Los Angeles have two teams right now. It's hard to resist the chance to take your kids to see the best men's basketball players in the world if it finally comes to your market only every third decade. Each year, the host city will roll out the red carpet for this three-day event. 
the hotels are filled, the restaurants and nightclubs are hopping, and the host city receives national media attention for much of the entire week. At Indianapolis last weekend, the NBA hosted events on Friday and Saturday nights in addition to the Sunday evening All-Star Game finale. The Friday and Saturday events were played at the cavernous Lucas Oil Stadium, the 65,000-seat home of the NFL's Indianapolis Colts. The Sunday All-Star Game was played at the Indiana Pacers home arena with 17,250 seats. Now, I have no idea about the face value to the tickets for these events. However, I did find a report which indicated that the tickets in the nosebleed seats for Sunday's All-Star Game were selling at more than $400 apiece. So let's stipulate that there was no scalping and that the average face value ticket for the three-day All-Star Weekend went for an average price of $150, anywhere from the upper deck nosebleed seats down to the floor seats. And that's probably low, but let's go ahead and run with those numbers. If all 147,250 available seats, two nights at the football stadium, one night at the basketball arena, were sold over the three-day weekend for $150 apiece, the potential ticket revenue for the NBA's All-Star Weekend at Indianapolis was about $22 million. Excellent. But how much of that money did the NBA players actually take home? Let's review the payout going to the players over the three-day NBA All-Star Weekend. On Sunday night, the winning All-Star team, the East, received $100,000 per player. On Sunday night, the losing team, the West, received $25,000 per player. With 12 guys on each team, that worked out to a total of $1.5 million. Now, the other events played over this three-day weekend saw the players receive a lot of dough, too. On Saturday, the three-point shooting contest had a total value of $200,000 with $60,000 going to the winner. Saturday's slam dunk contest, $200,000 in total prize money with $105,000 to the winner. Saturday's skills contest had $200,000 in prize money with $55,000 going to the winner. And the rookie sophomore rising stars contest with 28 total players had a payout of $490,000 with the winners taking home $25,000 apiece. The total payout for the NBA players this weekend, $2.6 million. Now that's not bad, but in truth, the average NBA player actually took a pay cut this weekend. That's right. In a recent post, I mentioned that the 2024 average salary for an NBA player this year was approaching $10 million. Based on the NBA's 82-game regular season, that translates to nearly $122,000 per game for your average NBA player. For the basketball players on the winning team of Sunday's All-Star Game, the $100,000 paycheck represented a sizable pay cut when you compare that to one of their regular season games. Let that sink in for a moment. So why is this game even being played anymore? It's because the NBA negotiated the All-Star Weekend festivities into their most recent television deal. And the television money is significant. The NBA also, as we talked about earlier, earns a lot of money from the local ticket buyers during this three-day basketball circus-like spectacle every year. For television, Sunday's All-Star Game, which was played a week after the NFL season ended, garnered a TV audience of 5.5 million people for Turner Network Television, or TNT. Now, the good news is that that audience represented a double-digit increase from the 2023 All-Star Game. Bad news? Last year's game was the lowest-rated NBA All-Star Game of all time. So Sunday's 2024 game is now the second-lowest-rated game in NBA All-Star history. Now, several decades ago, the NBA and most major sports did not have nightly coverage of its pro basketball games during the regular season. 
But with the advent of cable TV, a viewership boom for the NBA started to happen in the 1980s and 90s. Having Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan around playing at that time gave the NBA a tremendous TV boost. The annual All-Star event was once considered a must-see TV event for fans at home and also at the arena to watch the assembly of the best players at the same location. The increasing number of these televised NBA games, though, in the last few decades has made the All-Star game less special to both the current fans and the players, too. So what could be done to improve the NBA's All-Star game weekend? Sadly, not very much. Sunday's All-Star Game is now part of a three-day televised basketball extravaganza every season. And the NBA players are the ones who must force themselves to show a little bit more effort on the court on behalf of the fans watching the game. No one wants to see their favorite player get injured. And Sunday's All-Star Game statistically proved that the players were generally getting uncontested dunks or tossing up three-point shots with virtually no resistance from the opposing team. In fact, I think the pregame layup line might have had a better chance of seeing a player have a hand in his face. The NBA players have become so wealthy that any All-Star Weekend earnings, even if it's directed to a favorite charity, is no longer an incentive. Most of them would rather be taking the weekend off. And that's exactly what Sunday night's All-Star Game looked like the players were doing. And did I hear someone ask for a few suggestions? Well, thank you. It's time to end the Saturday night slam dunk competition. Unless somebody raises the rim up to like 12 feet, which might be fun, this event has become quite boring for both the players and the fans alike. Here's another idea. You can replace the Saturday night slam dunk show with a horse competition. You know, H-O-R-S-E, like we used to play on the playground. No dunking allowed. Featuring some of the players competing in the Sunday NBA All-Star Game. And their competition should come from the NBA players on the team of the host city. For example, an Indiana Pacers player would have faced someone like Steph Curry. And the fans in attendance in Indianapolis would love a chance to root for their local NBA player. Here's another free idea for you. Have the NBA rookies compete against the NBA sophomores for one 20-minute half. And then after taking a legitimate break, the winning team comes back on the court to play a second half against some of the former NBA heroes. This would consist of a group of recently retired NBA stars, let's say under the age of 45 or so. The fans would get a big kick out of seeing some of their basketball legends competing in a relatively short game. And here's an idea which I think is probably never going to happen, but I'd like to see it. It'd be fun to see a local junior high school basketball player, boy or girl, draw the name of a random NBA All-Star player and compete in a 10-shot free throw contest. Hey, no guts, no glory, and no way, says the NBA, because they're not going to allow their players to be embarrassed on national television. That's too bad. That would be must-see TV. I'm Swamp Swarming. Give it all you got. Take your very best shot and may the best team win. The time is now, the name of the game is action. They're on the floor and they're ready to score, so let the game begin. And let's see how the ball's gonna bounce.